0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za hi everyone delphina correa here from be Hall and maxwell leadership we are busy with a great series at the moment and the title of the series is developing the leader within you based on the book by john maxwell uh, i'm sure most of you have heard of him this series is based on the second version which is the updated version of the book and, uh, we are right in the middle of something. So if you want to get the information on it, you are welcome to, uh, get the recording, which I will give you all of that, uh, information on the recording at the end of the segment where you can get it and all that. But we're we going to launch right off from where we were. The listeners, I asked the listeners, uh, to prepare a priority list. And we spoke about um the Pareto principle, which is the 80-20 rule. Uh, you know, uh, 20% of your time produces 80% of your result. And 20% of your priorities deserve 80% of your time. And then we also had the three R's, uh, how you can, how do you make your your priority list so that the top 20% so, you can define the top twenty percent and and he uh, uh we gave that John Maxwell at uh, the John maxwell system of the three rs and now uh, we basically ended with this. It said that once you uh, have your priority list in order, then you become more productive, and when you become more productive, then you have a greater margin in your life, and that 's where we ended with margin and I want to talk about. Margin. What is margin? And as I said last week, a margin is not the line on the left hand side of your page in the book, you know, in school. You know, nothing you, you never write on the left side of the margin. You have to do everything on the right side. That's not what it's speaking of. But the idea of the blank space is is there. So so in terms of leadership, margin is a space of time. And it is the space of time that exists between what you're doing now and the limits of how much you can do. And when there's a lack of margin, you're going to lose that. You lose thinking and creative time. Allow me to explain. Where What I'm doing right now is where I'm at, right? But there's a place that I want to be, that I'm aiming for, my vision, where I'm going. But I've got limitations, there are limitations that I find between where I am and where I want to be. There's a limitation over here that's stopping me from being over there. And the margin is the time that I use to find out what is it that I need to do to bridge that gap, that limits, the limitation. What must I do to work on those limitations to deal with them and to get them out the way so that I can go to where I want to be. So, margin is a space of time where we are thinking and where we are creating. Margins will always help us to improve our self awareness. They will give us needed thinking time. Because, think about it, you are, when you're busy and running around, you're not sitting there envisioning your future, you're busy. So you need to take time out of the busyness so that you can sit and think. And margins will also provide us with energy renewal because you can't run on a 100 all day long. You need to have times where you take a step back and you evaluate and you look at your day and you look at what's happening and you look at creative ways of improving things, changing things, solving problems thinking of the future, thinking of where you're going. Can you see all of that? All that thinking is margin. That's what we define as margin in leadership. So your margin is your creative time. It's your dream time. And if you're so busy that you lose that time, then you're going to begin losing your leadership edge. Because it's that thinking time that gives us the edge. It's that thinking time that keeps us ahead of what's going on. It, it helps us to keep up with the pace of things that are happening in our surroundings in, in terms of our leadership. We're going to talk about margin quite a bit today because I really want to help you with margin. If you made your priority list last week and you've got it ready, we're going to work now with that priority list and, and uh, how you can schedule things. And what I tell you today, I believe it's really going to help you uh, with your priorities and also to schedule your margin time. Speaking of this margin time, I want to ask you on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being very organized. How would you rate yourself in your ability to get through your daily tasks and then still be able to meet the demand of anything unexpected that happens or an emergency that arises? How organized would you rate, uh, would you say yourself, rate yourself? Once you've given yourself that rating, you know, you might not. Uh, you might be listening on the road today, but you can go back to the recording, which I'll give you uh, the info of later. And uh, if you if you are not ready to actually write that down, then listen to the recording and then then write down where you're at, because it's going to help you to, when you know where you're starting at. So you rate yourself on a scale of one to ten on your ability to get through what you need to do every day. And then the next question I want to ask you is, what could you do to raise that by? One point. Raise it one point closer to 10. Just one thing that you could do. I think you're going to need some of that margin time to think about raising. You might need to take some margin thinking and creating time so that you can think of the way that you're going to raise that by one. So how do you create margin? Let's say you've got no time for margin. Life is busy, it's crazy, it's hectic, there's just too much happening and you don't even get a chance to think or blink or do anything. You just are on the run the whole time and you want to create margin. You recognize I need that breather in the day where I can sit and dream and I've lost sight of my dream because I'm just so busy doing damage control and just keeping my head above the water. Maybe that's you. Okay, how do you create margin? How do you create that space of time To think creatively and to dream and to envision and to make plans for your future. Okay, I'm going to give you two things you can do. Two main things and we're going to elaborate on that. First thing you've got to do is you need to evaluate and eliminate continually. Look at your busy schedule, write down all the things that you're doing And look at what's really necessary. We spoke about the prioritizing. Remember the priorities list? Now, can you maybe look at that list if you've made it? If you haven't, you can still do it. Just get the recording and then you'll know what to do. May uh, Look at your list and with a pencil or a pen, look at that list and scratch out what is no longer necessary. Sometimes we are doing things every day that can be done once a week. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, You can do a facial. If you want to keep your skin looking young, talking to the ladies, you can do a facial every day. Oh, but wait a minute. You could actually do it once a week. I don't have to give an hour to that every day. I can give an hour to it once a week, and it will still be effective. Oh, but wait a minute. I can actually do it once a month. Now I've moved from one hour a day to one hour a month. Just like that, by realizing that this is not a daily priority. This is not on the top of the list. It's down there at the bottom. And it doesn't require so much attention. I want to ask you, when was the last time that you did a thorough evaluation of your agenda? Like I've told you now, scratch out what's no longer necessary. You've got to be looking at what you're doing and eliminating what's no longer necessary. Sometimes we continue doing things and and, and then we don't, we're don't. we not even asking why. But we don't need that anymore. I regularly evaluate the things that I'm doing and, and eliminate what I no longer need to be doing because things are changing all the time. You make plans today, tomorrow something changes, and now your plans need to change. Your priorities even need to change. Think about COVID. How quick did that happen? So suddenly we literally – our heads were spinning and we had to just eliminate a whole bunch of stuff to focus on the important thing at hand that we, that was necessary to give attention to. It's a perfect example. And you can do that regularly, but you also need to do like an overall. Some people do it once a year. For me, every six months, I look at my whole structure of everything that I do. And I create a new plan for the next six months, so mine is basically a six month structure which has small little adjustments in between, but it has an overall every every six months it 's like you service your car, you know I service my schedule <laughs> every six months. Another thing is this is the key of creating margin, okay once we 've rearranged our priorities, we might find we 've got a bit of free space. Now we need to fight to keep about, it says 20%, but I want to tell you, if that is high, let me just read the statement first, and then I will I will give you a, a bit of a ease on that. Uh, fight to keep 20% of your calendar as white space. What is white space? White space is, in other words, I don't book anything there. And the white space becomes your margin. Remember the margin on the pages on the left and there's nothing on the on the one side of the margin on the left side. White space will become your margin and margin is not a nothing. It's not really, you know, we call it a white space, but it's not a blank space. It's a white space, but it's not empty. You're filling it with valuable margin thinking, dreaming, creating, planning time. Now, it says 20%. That's the guideline. You want to get to a point of 20%. But you know what? If your day is or, or your situation that you're in doesn't allow for that, you know what? I say 5%. Start with 5%. Oh, man, start with five minutes. If that's all you can do, do something. But start with something and build it towards the 20%. So start with five minutes. Find out what 5% of your day is, of your active day at least, you know, the day that you are, your productive hours. Take 5% of that, or 5 minutes, and begin with that and work towards 20%. But you've got to be working towards it, otherwise it's going to evade you. Leadership means to be able to see more, see before, and see greater, like a visionary. And you have to have margins to be able to do that. You want to be a good leader, you've got to have margins. And you need that white space. Think of ways that you could put 20% back into your agenda by eliminating or changing your priorities. giving Maybe handing over some of your priorities. So the question I want to ask you is not, is your calendar full? The question is, who or what is filling your calendar? That's more crucial. So if you want to develop the prioritizer in you in terms of filling your calendar, here are some questions that you can ask yourself. Based on these priority principles between last week's session and this week's session, you can ask yourself questions like, where do I need to work smarter instead of harder? That's a good question. You want to ask yourself, what must I change to stop trying to have it all? In other words, what can I let go? What good things can I stop doing in order to do the best? In other words, how can I, instead of settle for average, go for something better? What must I do to become more proactive instead of reactive? Go back to that initiator and reactor chart that we had last week and look at the thing that you can change there. Right there, you'll find an answer if there's anything that you need to change. What can I do to stop doing urgent but unimportant things? Last week, we spoke about how some things can be urgent. You know, if I had to do it, I'd have to do it now. But if I never do it, nothing's going to go wrong. That's the thing that goes at the end of the queue. That's the thing that you change from doing every day to doing once a month. You know, when I've got time, you know, you might never even do it. But the point is, it's not Important. I want to talk a bit about the Pareto Principle. That was the 80-20 rule that I spoke about last week. Just a few points on it. That'll help you. An important thing to realize is that the Pareto Principle doesn't only work with priorities. It also works with people. The amount of people, the time that you spend with people. You've got to spend Your your best amount, the most amount of your time, 80% of your time with the 20% of the most important people in your life. When it comes to connecting with people, it works in every area of your life. Anything you do, you can apply the Pareto principle. The better you get at practicing this principle, the more you're going to compound success in your life. When you're working out your Pareto principle, very quickly... You want to ask, uh, there are three like, questions you can ask yourself. I'm just giving you this as an extra tip in case you are struggling with that prioritise priorities list and how to establish this Pareto principle. So so let me give you these three questions you can ask yourself. The first thing you ask is, do I need to, uh, uh, do I need to be doing this? Is it a priority? Am, am, uh, is it something that has to be done? Remember the facials, you know, I don't have to be doing this today. It can wait. If the answer is yes, then the second question is, can someone else do it right now for me? Like, can I delegate that to someone else? If the answer is yes, then I want to say delegate it, you know, take it off your list, put it on their list. But if the answer is no, then the third question would be, can someone be trained? Is there someone I can train so that I can hand this off? And all of this is helping you to gain back that 20% of margin that you want to get so that you can have that margin in your life. So that is how you prioritize. Priorities, at the end of the day, your list of priorities must really be the things that no one else can do for you except you. This moves me on to the foundation of leadership. What would you say is the foundation? What would make you a healthy leader? I would say, Character is the foundation. Allow me to elaborate. I'm going to give you some points so that you can establish on a character level where you are at in your leadership. These are questions that you can ask yourself. Here we are with questions again. We're coaching again today. Questions, self-asking and questions that you can answer to yourself. The first question is, do I feel, remember we're talking about character. And I'm trying each one, me for me and you for you. We're trying to evaluate our level, uh, the level of our character and where we need to make an adjustment. Do I feel superior to those who work for me? I feel like I'm better than them. Do I demonstrate an imbalance between work and other areas of my life? In other words, I don't know when to switch off. (laughs) Do I substitute formality for true human intimacy and connection? In other words, follow procedures, I don't care how you feel kind of thing. Do I rely too much on plans and not enough on intuition and improvisation? In other words, I don't think out of the box. I just follow structures. Do I spend too little time breaking silos and building bridges? Do I spend too little time doing that? Let me elaborate Uh, We all know what building bridges is. It means building relationships. But breaking a silo, what is that? When people talk about silos, a silo is a grain storage column. It's like a big channel, of of, like a tube, like a a column, uh, a hollow column where grain is stored, and it keeps that grain in that place. And a silo in leadership and in work, in a work environment, represents these little cliques that you have, where there's divisions between people and Uh, This department works. They're isolated from that department. They work on their own. They don't share knowledge. And when we break a silo, that would mean removing these divisions so that people can share info. They can share resources. They can, they can, um, share help. They can, it's more of a bigger team than having the small little groups or people working all on their own. It fosters team effort. And the question is, am I spending too little time fostering the team effort? The teamwork, at least the team environment and uh, the relationships. Next question. Do I fail to regularly, regularly acknowledge the debt that I owe to my mentors? You know, people have helped me. No one is self-made. If if anyone thinks they're self-made, remember someone changed your nappies and someone fed you. So we got to celebrate those who have helped us to be who we are today. Do I take too much satisfaction in my perks and privileges? You know, I'm it. It's all about me. It's all about what my needs being met instead of being solution minded and being looking at the needs of others. Do I isolate myself from customers and first level employees? You know, I'm in my cubicle and I don't move out of there, especially the lower end of employees. I don't want to mix with them because I feel like I'm better than them. Do I criticize unfairly the motives and accomplishments of others? You know, fault finding people, people who are struggling to. Uh, see the value in others and they always find fault. Do you find yourself doing that? Do I encourage undue submission or respect or willingness to serve? You know, do I want them to be like the class section? Am I expecting that from them? Do I put my own success ahead of the success of others? Are they also winning along with me or am I the only one winning? Do I fail to cultivate a fun and joy-filled environment? All work and no play make Johnny a dull boy, remember that saying? Do I exhibit selfishness when it comes to sharing rewards and praise? And do I encourage isolation rather than community? You know, as a leader, am I willing to ask help from my team? Am I okay to talk about my mistakes and where I've gone wrong and what, do I apologize? Do I do I have that community relationship with them and do I behave in ways that seem egocentric to those around me in other words are my people afraid to approach me if you answered yes to any of those questions whichever one had a yes answer then that's the one where you want to grow in character because if we don't grow if we don't You're going to, whatever level of leadership you're at, that's, that's it for you. You're not going to be able to go further. But if you want to go further, answer those questions honestly to yourself. And wherever there's a yes, that's where you need to get better. The reality is that leading ourselves is often the most difficult task that we face every day. Leading ourselves. And these questions are self-leading questions. If I answer, yeah, no to these questions, then that means I am leading myself well. If I answer yes, that's the area that I want to improve. So we're out of time, but we will continue next week on character, how you can improve as a a leader by developing your character. In the meantime, you can visit my website at bemadehold.co.za. There you will find all the courses that I'm licensed to train as a certified Maxwell trainer. You will also uh, be uh, notice as I'm as the fact that I'm certified. I can help you get certified if you'd like that. So um, you can just drop me a message, and I'll help you with getting certified. My books are there, available as downloads and hard copies. Hard copies can be purchased online, or uh, if you live near a Brights hardware store in the Western Cape, you can pop in at a Brights uh, selected Brights stores at least, and you can pick up uh, one of my books there. All that information's on the website. Uh, My blog is there and you can subscribe to my blog and then you will know when the podcast becomes available. All these podcasts are there, uh, recordings. And uh, if it's been aired on a particular day, uh, then within a day or two, it would become available on the podcast. There's also other videos and teachings there that you can check out and social media is there. You can connect with me and stay up to date with everything that's happening and all my um, growth ideas that I can give you and that I normally give regularly. And then there's also community transformation. And there you will see what uh, we're doing in a community in South Africa as well as other countries of Africa. And that is it for today. Uh, Please join me again as uh, next week as we continue with this great series by John Maxwell, Developing the Leader Within You. Thank you. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m.,